What's going on, guys? This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, and this month they have released a new set of boxers. They got three different styles. More importantly, they're tagless, anti-chafing, cooling, moisture wicking, and most importantly, they have a special jewel pouch for your nuts. So after all the trimming, deodorizing, making them look good, smell good, put these boxers on and you are in style. So check this out. I'm going to send you to the website. These are the three styles they got. These are pretty cool. I like these. Um, these look the most comfortable though. But anyways, use code RBP, get 20% off and free shipping or go to manscaped.com forward slash RBP and also get the 20% off and free shipping. Check it out today, guys. What's going on, guys? Most of the time when we do live podcasts, we are uh, have them set up for us. So usually I'll get somewhere and there'll be an audio and a tech team there to set up the videos in the, in the lighting and the cameras and all that for us. Uh, this was one of the first times, other than the Arnold's where I did it in my hotel room, so it was a little bit easier. But this was one of the first times I had to bring uh, all my gear. So I had to bring my cameras, uh, my lighting, my tripods, all that and uh, my mics now the microphones unfortunately because i just bought them uh, i don't think i know how to set them up properly so i'll take the blame for that and i apologize to anybody uh, for watching the audio is not great but i thought there was some good tidbits in this video uh, so i thought i'd drop it anyway uh, against my better judgment so i hope you guys like it if the audio sucks and you don't want to watch i totally understand but i'm uh, putting it up anyway this is our live podcast from Tennessee. Uh, me, Brent, Ben, um, Nick, and Brandon uh, had a pretty good discussion about a few different topics. So hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. How come I can't sit on your couch? Why do you think you get the whole love seat to yourself? Because I'm bigger than you. It's actually correct. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a love seat. <laughs> uh, okay. What's going on, everybody? We are in... Nashville, Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee? Correct. Franklin, Tennessee. And I'm at Carbon Culture with the owner of Carbon Culture, Brent. And he also is the president of Armada, which is the manufacturing facility um, of Hostile Supplements and many other brands, of course. Uh, I'm with former Mr. Olympia. Do we call you Ford, former Mr. Olympia or just Mr. Olympia? What do you prefer? Once uh, an Olympian, always an Olympia. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Right? That's right. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So we're also with Mr. Olympia. Oh, I don't think that's right. Just say hey. Hey, Mr. Olympia. Hey, Mr. Olympia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're also with a Mr. Olympia. Brandon Curry. <laughs> uh, ben and the future potential Mr. Olympia, Nick Walker. So yeah, so we came in, we uh, got in yesterday, we decided to do some flavor testing, uh, and we decided to catch a few workouts, and just see how everybody's doing. So I want to check in with you guys. Brandon, how's everything going? It's going. Yeah, I've heard a lot of rumblings recently about things, yeah. so I thought we'd have a good, good conversation <laughs> straight, today. Straight in for the kill. Right in for it. No, we're going to, I just want to, just want to let you get your prepared to get your, that's okay. I only know so much. Um, no, but we were just over, so we were just over at the new carbon culture facility yep. that's being put up. And how many square? Um, 
we're doing a rename. Oh, it's not Carbon Culture anymore. Okay. Yeah, we're going to kind of have two different styles now. It's kind of more petite, the shirt should be Carbon Culture. And uh, then Carbon Performance is kind of the bigger box gym, which you guys want to do. So Carbon Culture, then, is studio personal training? More like personal, I mean, yeah, exclusive, more personal training, more intimate. Uh, carbon performance is something we didn't think we would do because it was kind of not our business style in the beginning, uh, which is a big box gym. Yeah. But uh, the market here in Franklin is is right for it. So are you guys partners at the Franklin? The, the yeah. Carbon performance. Yep. And you own Carbon Culture Studio Murphy in Murfreesboro. <laughs> yes. I got, got it right. <laughs> How's that running? Oh, pretty good. Uh, you know, we get more and more traffic. How many members do you have? How, first of all, how many square feet is this? This is like right over 8,000 square feet. So the, this big. one in uh, Murfreesboro are like almost identical. 8,000 square feet. Right. And then the new one's 32. And how many, the new one's 32,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. How many members do you have at an 8,000 square foot in yours in Murfreesboro? Uh, honestly, I don't know exactly what kind of number. It has to be under a thought. Like our, our whole goal with this was to create a good environment and culture. Sure. So we'll never go over a thousand. And it's kind of based on square footage, equipment, times. So a thousand is kind of the max. So you cap it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So here, we're like, because of the transition, we're letting things be away. We would cap this one now. We hit our, our max. And we started for the right reason. Or we think the right reason is it wasn't really a gym to make money. Obviously, money will come. Yeah. But like, I wanted to build this gym because there wasn't money in this area that I found good, right? Either overcrowded. Not hardcore enough, not equipment. So we wanted to make sure that we didn't oversell it, right? The hot gym always becomes too popular. So are you catering to hardcore or are you catering to athletic hardcore? Because it feels a little, it feels clean in here, right? Like it's, yeah. So it has hardcore. You and I have a different definition, I think. Sometimes, (laughs) like, what we did is like, I love hardcore in the sense of badass equipment, true people, right? That truly makes the culture. What I, I didn't want is, and people might roast me for this, is like kind of use uh, what's don't, the metric? Don't say other gym. Uh, no, okay, so X gym, where you need to get a tennis shot after you leave there. I see. So the idea was to make it hardcore, but have the amenities where, you know, a little bit nicer, higher standards. So you didn't want to do like what we feel cement floors. Where you feel muscular. So me and <laughs> I guess we just filmed, uh, we were in Houston. Yeah. Right? Dallas. We were in Dallas. That's right. And we filmed at. Uh, Metroflex forward. Yeah. And we went in there and I'm like, you know, we're gonna film content for the site stuff and Ben and Justin were just like babies. It's hot in here. What's it was the equipment's not perfect. <laughs> I'm like, come on, I'm like, what the fuck? Both those things are factual. Hardcore means something different these days, you know. I right. did it was it was hardcore nowadays means comfortable. But I think like hey, we were just at him and I were at quads yeah. and uh, in Chicago. Yeah. I think it's kind of a good mix. Like I heard that's a great gym. Great gym, great equipment. It's old school, but it's also like fairly clean, right? Like, sure. So I'm not against it. I love going to those gyms too. And uh, not, I wouldn't say I want to train there every day, but I respect them, like them. So I think your version of hardcore is well kept and good proper equipment. Yeah, and the like, right equipment. Yeah. Hardcore doesn't mean dirty. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. That means, but hardcore yeah. to me means um, I can get dirty if I want. Well, you can get dirty. But here, here's the thing: it's like I would say this is like art is clean. You can make more mess. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get dirty anyway. <laughs> well, no, because sometimes if the gym is too nice, yeah, I feel bad. 
grunting too loud or making or or sweating on the machines. People and that's what we're we're good with. Like we like we're all about like being extreme in your training. We ain't gonna tell someone to be quiet. That's what I'm talking about. Like that, like that's just part of it, right? So we ain't gonna stop that. Just train environment. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Where we just train? I know it's just on that side. Monkey. Going on over there. They haven't been used to that. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different movie. That gym was an established gym that we took over too, so it's got a little bit of a different crowd. Uh, most of it does cater to like bodybuilding and lifting, so it won't be too bad. But um, you're also there at two thirty in the afternoon, so it's probably some older people there. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, hardcore means something different to everybody. But for me personally, I think as long as I can go in and work out the way I want to work out, and other people in the gym are also training hard. Then I feel like that can yeah. be considered hardcore, right? But I do like a little bit of dirt. Those are fun. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? What's what's your version of hardcore? You know, you know, I'm all about. I think hardcore is you know, basically it's minimal. You know, you got to have the equipment. It has to be somewhere where you can you know, really perform. But you know, it's always nice to have you know, after you're done training, have somewhere to relax, and go to a clean bathroom, and you know. Bobbing in a clean toilet. <laughs> I wonder though, like, so people think of like Temple Gym mm-hmm. as hardcore. But it's smelly. It's like, it's like a smelly part of it. Oh, I, I, I don't want to smell smelly. See, but he was the distractions. Brandon's, Brandon's more in the middle with us. You're too old. You're still motherfucker. Here's one thing though, that I noticed. Like, so we're in Franklin, Island, which is a suburb of Nashville. Yeah. Pretty well to do. We have, the, like, our rep here is a hardcore gym. People sure. come in here. And they see that the people are actually serious. It's a body So we honestly, a lot of times, don't get those people who feel kind of uncomfortable because, like, they walk in here, most of the people are a bigger build, serious. So I think the new era, this is almost considered hardcore. I think what you capture that is considered hardcore now more than anything is the equipment. Yeah. When I walk into your place, I can tell that the equipment is hand-selected, it's well thought out. And I think that's what you guys are talking about. Like, you've got Ben and Justin also thinks the same the equipment has to be conducive how to you, having a great workout. How, where do you pitch my home gym? Because I feel like that's a good your gym. Hard, your home gym's a hardcore gym. That's I would consider this a hardcore gym. There's, but there's levels of hardcore, right? That's what there's gross. There's gross, right? And then there's like clean hardcore. Yeah, I consider this clean hardcore. Yeah, agreed. Right? With mine, my clean. And then yours on the cleaner side, right? So, and I think that's what people want now. They don't want gross. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. But I do like I do like hand selected all the hand selected equipment, well thought out paint, schemes, all that. It's like it's welcoming if you just want to come in and train. And the people there do like a lot of people that were over there today do look like they're serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's that'll be the new crowd we get to because we have a mix of them now. But like people walk into the store, you pretty much know when you walk in if you want to join or not. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. So. Uh, and like what we have here is you have like a lifetime, and we ain't gonna capture the person who wants to go and just do cardio and amenities. But we are getting people who are like, man, the training time is just not up to speed, right? Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. Push myself, so we get a lot of those people here. And I think why we're a bigger gym yeah. is because there's only so much space here, so there's so much demand here that it just makes sense. So correct me if I'm wrong. This is the easier of your two businesses. Too, right? Like, you mean, well, I mean, because you're the president of Armada, yeah. which I, I would assume is much more time consuming. Yeah. And much, I, I feel like this is more of a passion 
Yeah, I don't like Brandon knows this too. Is I I'm not active really in it. I'm like big picture for for our car, 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 car. Yeah, my wife now has stepped in and kind of running operations. Like sure. Another general manager, Matt. Um, so I honestly like I'm almost like selfish. I come here to train and, to the gym, yeah. and kind of get the big picture idea. Sure. So I I can't take much credit for it. So Armada is a little bit more intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you so do you enjoy owning a gym? Do you enjoy being part of the ownership and making decisions? Like, is this like a, a, a real passion for you? Is it more for like sure. your wife does most of the work and you kind of just enjoy being here? I think it's, I mean, similar to what I see with you in summer, right? Yeah. Like, it's a kind of a split. She has things she's really good at. I'm not good at sometimes back stuff, like back end stuff, details, and I don't want to get involved. Sure. I want the, hey, I want the gym to be like this. I want the vibe to be like this. I want this yeah. equipment. Yeah. Let's go make it happen. Yeah. And um, so I really enjoy that. And honestly, I would say the last six months have been the funnest I've had in the gym. Yeah. Uh, the momentum in this gym has been just awesome. We've been just kind of a hot gym, watching people come in and sure. want to come in here because they want to like go to that next level. Yeah. As corny as that sounds. Yeah. And then now with this new gym, I think like we can do something for him. I think it can be the best gym. It will be the best gym in Tennessee. Well, because I know you have 32,000 square feet, so that's a lot of room to make some really cool stuff. Yeah. And you're putting a, clinic, a revived clinic in there. Yep. So that's going to be what is actually going to be in the clinics? Just all health and wellness? Vitamin drips, all that kind of stuff, or is there other things that we don't know about? Uh, I mean, hormone therapy um, won't be some advertisement. Like it's more getting people right, get the blood work right, sure where they're at, help them with their next fitness goal. Um, and then you got liquid IVs, obviously, right, which is huge. And then Botox, super aesthetics. Um, yeah, yeah. This area has become they call it the Malibu of the South. California's moving here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that 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 environment they're used to that kind of stuff. So this year, there's not. A lot of them around here, so it's kind of all in one. There's nothing like it. Sure. So do you do a lot of vitamin drips? Yeah. How often? Uh, once a week. Is there a cocktail that you specifically get? Stop you do. I just go in. Like, they just know. Like, like this is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's things like glutathione. Like, right? What's like, I'm big on that. Glutathione. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you know, you can't really get it any kind of outside of getting it drank. Sure. By far the strongest antioxidants. Yeah. So we're gonna be select with the, the ones we do. We don't want to just like you know put fairy dust in there. Um, yeah. Make money. So can you speak up just a little bit? Yes, sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure the audio comes. Yeah. Um. So what are you? Are you doing anything like that at your place or no? We strictly straight. We don't have a ropes area. So good equipment. Uh, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of there. Do you have cardio there? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we have those special step meals. What special step meals? Well, the, uh, it does a brand incline. Yeah. What is it? Have you seen these? Yeah. yeah. Korean. What is it too? Tell them. They, they, they incline. They're just <laughs> So not just be stationary. Is it Korean? You lost me if I know what they are. Well, because you're Asian, so I figured you might know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty sweet. So we, you know, we just we like to make an environment where, you know, the guys that are, you know, they've been piloting, like, we have a room and stuff like that. Yeah. All, all the kind of things are wet, and the guys who just want to take to the next level, and just want a nice place to train, you know. <laughs> what I'm hearing a lot is, you know, we got a crunch fitness that just opened up. Murfreesboro is a very competitive uh, gym market. And that's yeah, why I started white yeah. yeah. So you got hardcore, hardcore, so I started training. Sporting Olympus uh, style place. Yeah. So they're basically underground dungeon. You know, look, look, it's a nice place to train. Yeah. But then you have the you know the corporate yeah, anytime fitnesses, you have uh, quantum is now there. 
Is Crunch going to be like a ten dollars a month kind of thing? Yeah, it's kind of like whatever the Crunch model is. But what we're finding out is a lot of people. I've been seeing a lot more Crunch people coming in lately because I have a trainer that works over there. And he's, uh, it's like there's uh, people coming from all different parts of Crunch because they're getting tired of that commercial feel. Sure. So you know, that's the gym you can come, and it's not the commercial feel. And everybody, you know, there it's just like a respect kind of deal because you know everybody's there for it, something serious. And more than there, they'd be motivated by those people that are working in yeah, serious. So, but so it's nice enough to get that kind of those curious people in here. Got hotels, they're in areas where you can guest masks. Yeah. people yeah. Town. So it's just a nice little setup, and it's not you know you do your cardio, look out the window, it's a nice view. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you know, the business is so crazy. It's like thirty miles apart. It's two completely different environments. Yeah, so yeah. like the average income around here. Is uh, household income is 145, which is extremely high. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to Murphy's, but it's not bad, but it's half. Sure. So, like, what you can offer and what you can do, right? Kind of. So, that's what we're starting to learn with the gyms is like, you, one size does not fit all. Yeah, that's definitely where it's at, right? Yeah. So, kind of, we're learning to adapt. So, you guys train together, Cliff? Yeah. Nick and Brandon, what did you guys train? Shoulders. How was it? It was good. I did more of his style, really high volume. What? So what's high volume? Tell me what you did. Like 12 to 15 reps, four sets, everything. How many exercises? A lot. Five? He did 95 minutes. Three rear delts. Three rear side delts. Yeah, how did you train shoulders for an hour and a half? Two presses. Two presses. Wait, I'll say that again. Three rear delts. Three rear delts? Yeah. That's not Three rear delts. Two hour raises. Okay. And two presses. Why are you doing three rear delts? Because I like Ask him about the redos. Yeah, he's got one. I, I need to have Brandon Curry does one stage. He's allowed to. I got to bring up a picture of Brandon Curry's redos here. <laughs> and I see if they're really worth three exercises. Hey, shh. You're like, you finish with three redos? And when you finish with it, you're like, my shoulders are so pumped. It feels like, you know. We started with that. Yeah, we started with that. We started with rears, then to the sides, and presses. And then did it again. No. Oh, you did all three results all at once. Yeah. Then you did sides, then you did press. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. What does that make sense? Ben, you're never going to learn it. You're never going to learn like that, right? All I know is the comments nasty. I don't know about. I've never done I'm going to try that. I do this. What's up with the laterals? Did you do three results? No, no, no. I do rears first. That's obvious. Everyone does that. Most pros do rears first. Some do sides first. Okay, it's not a big deal. It is rears first. Three rears is not normal. Three rears, no, it's not. Which, not rear, which rear delt? But you know, if you want three D, I'm not. Listen, you're Mr. Olympia. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying, <laughs> which rear delt exercise did you do? All right, we did a. Uh, we had some core range motion on the reverse pec. Okay. So we did uh, side saddle, single arm, so cross cross body. Yeah, core range right. motion. So it's really serious. Side the pack deck. Yeah, side side saddle cross body. So you get way more range of motion, way more tension. I've never oh, tried yeah. that. I did try that. Okay. And then um, we did, um, we used the, you know, the little fly, lateral fly with the pads. Yeah. Use that as a rhythm. So you bent over it. Then overhead on the pad. I do like that. But I always, good. That always feels good. But a higher angle. So yeah. the elbow's more towards the ear. Sure. Instead the back here. Yeah. And that just smoked them. And then we did uh, like a 45 degree angle. And I'm just right here. Yeah. For like high reps, 20 reps. So you got a little swing. Yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, do you always do three or no? No. Out of three field. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> just 12 sets of great notes. Yeah. I don't really do like one, maybe two. Most times, then it's two of each head of the delt. I've never done three. 
That's the blood was missing the whole time. Yeah. So by the time you get to your shoulders were shit. I could have been Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> my shoulders are fucking wider than yours. But still wider than yours, I'm natural. <laughs> you still um, love each other. <laughs> so, what laterals did you do after that? Uh, we just did a uh, standard, uh, what? Well, we first did we did the cable. The cable. cable. That, was, yeah. that was hard. That was rough. <laughs> Tension from the bottom? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then after that. And then we got to see the seat because we didn't want to stand up. Yeah, I'd be feeling lazy after that. So he was like, let's sit. See, it's harder anyway. It is. And then you did presses after. What presses did you do? Well, they had a hammer press machine. So we went there and then we did, uh, we did uh, what, flex fitness one. Yeah, the kind of slightly neutral. neutral. So it's safe to say you don't believe in the whole overtraining. What do you mean? A lot of people would say that's overtraining, so you don't you don't fuck with that. You just go. I'm just asking a question. If you eat enough, it's not overtraining. Uh, okay, so you can't mm-hmm. say I like they didn't have that kind of exercise sex wise. Yeah. So what is it like what is the quad what is your quad? Do you separate your legs? Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, I got some suggestions for putting them together, which makes them all workouts. Extremely long. Yeah, I'll do it anyway. Have you ever tried? Do you like them? Okay, I'm offering advice. I like to separate. I, like I just want to ask you. Okay, I'm asking you a question. I'm not offering advice. Have you ever tried doing like quad dominant, hamstring dominant, or the separate, but you still do one? I've tried. And what's your favorite? But right, right now, I'm just training legs so once a week. Yeah. But when I've been training legs twice a week, it, it can be executed more that way. When I'm oxygen, actually, I train two day, times a day, so quads and AI. So what is a quad what is your AM quad day look like? Uh AM quad days probably at least do four exercises or five if you want. That's not that bad. Four exercises for quads. Four like two lunges. Two lunges that's five. Yeah. Um, five is too much. You're gonna twenty one sets. Yeah, at least. You know, to, uh, what, depends on how every we on a machine. So So let me ask you the second exercises. So like when Ben trains He'll do like four exercises of it, four sets of an exercise, but he'll do like two or three feeders or two feeders and then a Straight. top set and then a drop a back off set. Keeps the rest. Would you what do you do? Like if you're doing four sets, is it all failure? Uh no. The the, the first ones I'm trying to you know, come I don't come I don't you know, not waste the time, but I really really wait till at least the last two to kind of push it. But are you still doing like ten reps or something on the first and second ones? Uh if it's on exercise, yeah. if it's a small muscle group, no. Okay. Well, hacks, take hack squats. If it's a if it's a hack squat, if I know I'm gonna go heavy, heavy, you save some. I save some. Okay. I save some. And, I, and and my triple makes sense. But your rep range is like this, typically the same. You're just yeah, going way yeah, up. It can be saved. Like shoulders are like high. I like high range. Listen, we're not saying like every time because obviously all of our training varies from day to day depending on how we feel. But in general. Like minimum is 10 reps. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Minimum is 10 reps. And, and, and depending on, you know, I like to, I prefer, sometimes they don't like me being explosive, but I prefer to be explosive. I like to better. I like to go slow, concentrates. Yeah, yeah, that's going to do what they've been doing. You know, it's got to be John was always against that. I like, I like it. John always felt like controlled negatives and explosive concentrics, or sorry, slow eccentrics and Explosive concentrics were the way to go. Yeah, so explosive on the way through the movement. I feel like I feel like I have my, my best look more density when I train with like Yeah, that's just because athletic background is just faster, muscle stimulation. I think that does better. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? Like, you know, you're the science background coach. Do you think 
explosive or slow concentrics? I mean, both can work, obviously, but like, I don't like what slow, would you recommend? I don't like slow eccentrics. I don't you don't like slow eccentrics? Uh, sorry, concentrics. Yeah. I don't like slow concentrics, and I don't like very explosive concentrics. Okay. What I do like Control. is a pause yeah. and then explosion. That way. You're not talking a long pause, you're talking like half a second. Okay. second. So if you're doing short press, yeah. Yeah. Well, with that pause, they kill momentum because if you say someone goes on the way up, I want explosive muscle. What they're doing is they're arriving at the bottom, they're already starting to. They're springing it out of yeah, the wall. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to get that like, stretch reflex response, right? They're going to initiate out, so sure. I want to kill momentum yep. for a split second, then drive out. Because yep. like, if you say to most people, I want to explode the way up, as like I said, they get into some rushing out the hole. Yeah. So it's like, I want an explosive, but after the force. Yep. That way the muscle's going to get loaded, and the weight will move from the muscle rather than from when you go through into that like elastic kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're doing, doing the, the tendons are doing all there's a lot of uh, feedback from the tendon coming yeah. out that initial movement. So for people watching when you're watching pros train, if they're not pausing the way Ben's saying, it doesn't it's you're not necessarily saying they have to pause, you're just saying you don't want to spring. Yeah, look I because I just I know I know it's gonna happen. People are gonna watch this and be like, well so and so does pause, so and so does pause. But there's a difference between Springing out of the hole and just being able to go back. Driving out, driving out the hole. Yeah, that's just springing out the hole. Yeah, yeah. Out the hole. yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to you know what he's talking about, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I just think I just think Reese is saying this nation just used to take these. Well, of course, yeah. But I just think I, I agree with Ben because what he's saying is spring out of the hole. You're losing the entire beginning of the movement and the part that's going to build the most power. I think fast eccentrics cause are, are there's something you said about fast fast eccentrics. Yeah. You think they're good. Yeah. yeah, really. They, 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 they cause more actual. It causes a lot Because when you have, you know, reversing momentum is not is not easy. You have to decelerate, even though you think I you can see that. Yeah, you still have yeah. to decelerate. Yeah, and decelerating something faster is probably a lot more harder than people actually. But I think you're you're catching, you're more catching the weight instead of feeling instead of the muscle working from point A to point B. Yeah, but you have a stress reflex. But how many how many times is that stress reflex? How many reps is that going to kick in for? It's not gonna, you know, you're gonna have to really, really recruit to, to, you know, where it's not gonna be, it's gonna be no, you know, you got initial that stretch reflex, but as those muscle fibers continue to fire, those motor units continue to fire, eventually you're gonna have to recruit. I think fire. if you took two guys and one did slow eccentrics and one did fast eccentrics, the guy doing slow eccentrics would grow faster. I mean, it is, it is, it's the thing. I'm the slow, he's the fast. Yeah, you're bigger. <laughs> he's bigger. He's bigger right now. I'm joking. <laughs> I do think that the main factor would be achieving failure. So, however you get there under your personal preference, taking a set to failure. I believe that the more efficient way to arrive at failure is to pause and drive out versus the stretch reflex. Yeah. But ultimately, in terms of hypertrophy, as long as you're able to fully exhaust the muscle fiber. Yeah. That's the end goal. That's where hypertrophy lives. That's where sure. the hips. So it's about But we talk about un- sorry to interrupt this, but we talk about unnecessary reps, right? We always talk yeah. about that. Yeah. And we talk about me doing unnecessary reps. Because I do like sets one and two, I'll do ten reps when you're like, well you only need five or six to get the muscle acclimated. So if you're dropping the eccentric, yeah, you're gonna reach failure, but you're gonna reach failure it's going to take you more reps that's than the guy I mean. who's so, slower on the so, center. 
One second, one second, one second about how big it is. Like, what I'm trying to reach is, is, uh, is natural deceleration, where I'm trying to move the weight fast, but yeah. it's not moving fast. Okay. That, that lets me know that I'm, I'm hitting that. But isn't that, same, isn't that saying the same thing as failure, though? It's kind of the same I mean, that, that, terminology. That, that lets me know, well, I'm leaving a couple reps in reserve or whatever it may be. Sure. Those, those ground reps where I'm really still trying to move the weight fast, that's how I'm gauging. So if, if I'm stopping every time and, and thinking about that, then I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm getting to that point because I think that fatigue or or this that that that, that pause I think it takes too much out of me. Just sure. that, just in having that natural deceleration process take. take but you also as advanced, you have a good you have good muscle memory and just yeah. control. You can feel it, right? But I wonder, yeah, like, when you, when you drop, when you say you do a fast eccentric, it's, it's, it's you're, slower still, you're still feeling it. Yeah, it's slower than my. Yeah, but, this my is, but this is a little different than talking about. See, I'm talking about the beginner, because a lot of people watching are beginners. So I'm talking about the guy who's literally dropping the weight and catching it at the bottom. No, it's and that's not old. No, no, and, and right. it's not. Control is different than what I'm saying. So this is where you're going to fucking hit me. I always hate This is where the skill aspect of bodybuilding comes in. Because Brandon is able to do the tempting to do it whilst getting maximum muscle recruitment, like mind-muscle connection, right? Yeah. Whereas if you get Joe Rowe comes in, beginner, and he tries to emulate not the same weight but the same lifting pattern, yeah, he's not going to miss the mark, yeah. right? Okay, I never said there was zero skill involved in bodybuilding. So it's crazy. <laughs> I said there is less. What do you think? It's less. Less. I'll discuss with him. No, wait, 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 before we move on, I need to no, that. Same thing. Still, still it, there's different types of approach. Because I've said him, I'm, a, I'm a more of a bottom rep guy. Yeah. He's more of a top rep guy. And you know, Explain what that means. What do you mean bottom rep? Well, I, I like the stretch range. range. You like the what? Stretch range. So you like the bottom part of the range? Yeah. 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 And you like the walkout. I go all the way to the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he may not even come as deep, though. So he's oh, so what you're saying is, so like I remember, you know, Jason Hall used to talk about this all the time, staying in that tension range. So for you, you're in the bottom to the midway. So whereas so he's in the like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? Where uh, somebody watching that might not understand. And Nick's locking out of top. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. So all I guess my only point is to people watching is you're not dropping the weight. No. You're still in no, control, no, no, no. even it's, though your descent is faster than other people. Look, I, like yeah. if you watch Brandon train though. Yeah. Not many people get in like this style. No, you have no. a connection with your muscle mind that is so far advanced even some pros. You can yeah. do shit that a lot of people can't. I've never trained you together. Maybe I should train with you guys tomorrow. What There's a list that he does train. that don't even look like yeah, anything else. We're not here anymore. Are we training for training tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. You throw up my day with shoulders, man. You see straight back. Let's train legs tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah, train legs tomorrow. I'll do even crazy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you want to I'll train with My legs are still sore from my other leg day. Anybody wants a true. I would train legs. I would train legs tomorrow. Those people don't know. Sorry, those people who don't know. Brent is doing uh, the Masters Nationals next week. It's a week out. Uh, he's a week out from the Masters Nationals next week in men's physique. So, listen, we make jokes about men's physique, but anybody who gets shredded for a show has felt the pain. Yeah, all so I, I would say, like, uh, dude, men's physique has some really good athletes. They also have some that can give a bad representation, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I get it, and I think it's. Uh, yeah, it's kind of bad stigma a lot of times, but like we we just joke around. No, I was honestly like, like it's one of those where we joke around, we kind of off me as well. I, <laughs> true, <laughs> totally get it. That's not I, true. I get it. That's not true. I, I I think if you can pack on the muscle and you can get shredded, 
then you're doing more all in the same yeah, thing. Yeah, for me, it's the dirty, like, I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's process. process. So, like, I obviously have a job that I could never put on. Like, one, I'm never genetically to be about it anyway. Sure. And uh, two, I have a job that just You don't sit down enough to grow. Yeah. Well, this is the thing people probably don't understand is watching. They're like, I always sit. Being the president, being the president of Armada, and dealing with how many supplement companies? Not as many as you think, but it's uh, I mean, even if you're dealing with a dozen, yeah. like still, that's uh, you know, you're running around all day long. Yeah. While you're running around all day long, you also are helping with the gym. You're also trying to get ready for a show. Like I can't. But I mean, dude, by no way, I, I have kids. I love it. And to me, it's like that's why I get kind of mad when people complain that are like in props. It's like don't do it. I complain all the time. It's personality. <laughs> but it's fun, man. Like, it's my therapy, right? Yeah. That, you know, I'll, I'll uh, do cardio really early in the morning where it doesn't affect anybody. I don't miss any time. But do you like being hungry? What's that? Do you like being hungry? I would prefer to be hungry. I think he's so busy. He's Wait a minute. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question, guys. I understand that. I, I, I totally agree with you guys. I, I'm much more productive when I'm a little hungry. Dude, yes. I feel better. You always want what you don't have, right? But yeah. when you're hungry, I feel like, one, you're you have more energy, you feel actually better. 100%. You're searching. I just said this to my wife like a week ago. We roughed you off this couch. <laughs> Listen, a week ago, me and my wife were talking because I had a streak of like Uber Eats nights. And I was like, you know what? It's fun while you're eating. <laughs> I did it, Ben. I'm sorry. I just, I, I just crashed. You, are you so lazy you do the reorder, though? Yeah, I have done that. Yes. yes, I'll have that again. No, there was like three or four days where I did Uber. And I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, it's fun being full for like 30 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. Yeah. I actually always feel better when I'm a little hungry. Yeah. Not starving, but just like a but little hungry. It's like things, too, is like when you look forward to that next meal. Yeah. As as that sounds, that's yeah. awesome. Then you eat. But then a lot of times you eat it and you're like, shit, I'm still hungry. Yeah. But that's where you see, you've gone too far. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to be in the place where, like, while I'm eating, I'm like, this. I'm so I'm not. That meal I just ate, I was like, shit, it's running out quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's on bikini calories right now. So he's, he's got. How many calories did he have? 1,500. And you're under on a training day, 1,200 on a. 1,200 is not even livable. That's one meal. One meal. That's breakfast. I ain't that when I'm peeled. <laughs> How are you living on 1,200? And you're cycling and shit. Holy are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like being busy, I'm, I'm, the, the last year, I've been busier than ever, so the hunger doesn't. Yeah. But and before then, we're like, but I just you to go in, not sit around in between meals. It's a, it was torture. Yeah. But hold on, I bet you one thing though. This is right. My day goes by so fast. I'm not hungry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nightman. Oh my god. Oh, so so here. I have to go in the fridge, and now I have sparkling ice and Gatorade. Yeah. So if I'm gonna walk there. I just need to see the fridge. So I just gun like a sparkling ice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I say most of my calories. Worse. Like, like probably seventy percent of my calories come. From you 6 p.m. till 10 p.m. Yeah. I'll get yeah. two big meals and go to bed. Yeah, during the day, I'm good too, man. It's like right at 8 o'clock, and we always sit down and watch TV, or 9 o'clock, because you know, we work all day long. Around 9 o'clock, we'll chill for a couple hours and watch TV. Then all of a sudden, yeah. I'm fucking. But that's, you know, goes to say is I think people don't realize how long they can actually go without food. To That's why I said to you that the yeah. week. It's like, you don't. People think they're hungry, but I don't know, sometimes it's all mine. Sometimes I wonder if they're bored and not hungry. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely bored. When I'm, when I'm bored, it's dangerous. That's how I'm, I'm definitely bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the uh, night's the struggle, man. Yeah. So how was training the brain? 
We will think about it and come back. I'll bet. <laughs> the R2s are locked. You can put that in the I don't know if mine's locked. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. I got to make it more. I want to make sure he's going to agree to anything. No, I got to make sure he's going to I'll do it. Fine. It's not about me. I got to make sure he does something shitty. Shaving my head will kill me. I will bother. That hairline. All right, fresh. He's going to go clean shaven and the head. Yes, top and bottom. Yes, top and bottom. No, this is what it's got to be. It's got to be big. Double something. No, he's going to get rid of the hundred percent. But the only thing is, it is not. It's a handlebar. No other facial hair. Two weeks. No other facial hair. You have to do no facial hair except for your eyebrows. No, no hair on your head except for your eyebrows. Okay, for also two weeks. Well, that's not a lot of long hair groups. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? a lot of growth. Just get photos of no hair. No hair. Hey, Phil, uh, you don't mind if I just load up on growth right before this? <laughs> 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 be safe. Be safe. All right, what's Ben going to do? Okay, we'll figure out what Ben's going to do after. Think about some here. Ben's I'm gonna, I, listen, whatever it is, Nick's going to hold. Okay, so here's the, here's the rule. So, wait a second. We have a three-way about how would this actually work here. Yeah, so two don't win. Oh, two don't win. Yeah. So whoever's first. So if Nick beats Brandon and Hunter, yep. then you guys both got to yeah. do whatever the fuck we agree on. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Nick, don't fuck this up. <laughs> so your plan, so one of the things people don't know is you haven't been back to Kuwait. Uh, oh, sorry, the last time you were in Kuwait was only for eight weeks. No, oh, ten. Ten weeks, and you think that's part of the reason why you weren't at your absolute best? It was the last minute decision to go on. Yeah. I was expecting to be my last ultimate best, but sure. I was expecting to try to win. So. so this year, you think you're going to be at your best or close to it or better because you're there for four months? Yeah. Of course. So what do you think? You I, think my, you my last look at Brown was. Uh, you're not backing out of the bat now that you got that information. Our I already knew that information. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, our bat is locked. Like, that's it. My last loop in prep was 11 weeks. Okay. Yeah, you were second. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying the extra four, the extra five weeks is going to make you that much better. Yeah. <laughs> was I really second? Yeah. Was I really second? Or? Oh! oh! You really want my opinion? Yeah. I think you were second. It was a close second. Okay. I love you. I, I'm not I'm hurt. But it was a close second. I sure think. <laughs> you think you're first? Okay, of course. Where do you think you won? I think I won. Yeah, but what? <laughs> do you win all the shots or just overall physique? Like if somebody said to you, Brandon, break down why you beat Ron, what would you say? I say, what did I didn't win? What shot I didn't win? What, what shot, shot I, didn't you win? What shot did I give Ron? Side shots? The lower body. Maybe side uh, chest. Maybe side chest. Side chest, try. side try. No, I'll give him side try. Bad shots you won. Yeah. Front doubles close. Okay. Yeah. Front lat <laughs> close. So you traded shots. Yeah. Was his conditioning a little better than yours? Not Even? Last year. Or was yours better? Oh, no, his was better. Last year, he was better. The year before. Yeah, and Brandon's conditioning was better. So you think he won? You think he should have won also? Uh, I wouldn't have been that. Well, nobody. Okay, wait. Let's no. Wait a minute. Hey, that's that's a, that's a different way of saying it. Nobody would have been mad if Brandon won. I, 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 I could have seen. I would have been. 
I didn't say I couldn't speak it. <laughs> ben would have been mad. No, he's an audience. He's an audience. No, but like, of course, if you would have won, I would have been like, no, there's no way. For sure. I could, I could make a case for both. That, that nice show, man. I thought like I almost had. Thought he pulled it out. I thought Romney looked better. But I thought Romney looked better. Hottie looked better. I remember like Hottie looked a lot better on Saturday. I know Hottie looked better. Finals Hottie was the next. No, no, no. I agree with you, but wasn't Romney was also better on the Saturday, wasn't he? The little. I think he was off. He wasn't. You thought he was the same. His marginal. I wasn't there, so I can't speak to him. The top five, I think they all got significantly better into the finals. Yeah. Rami less so than everyone else. You know, I think they all. But he was already. But he was already. Ahead. Yeah, but I think everybody took a big jump yeah, yeah, yeah. from Friday to Saturday. Like Hans definitely did. Do you believe in the knockout? Did. Sorry, sorry, Ben. I think I was fifth, regardless. No, no, no did, from, you think, did you think your Friday night look was better? Than, or did you think it improved from Saturday? Or yeah, the same. I don't think I improved. Yeah, but I think from prejudging the finals, I was pretty. I was fifth, regardless. Do you believe yeah, in the knockout of the champ? Always when it's convenient. Always when it's for you. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> no, seriously though, do you believe in the if because I don't know if I believe in it, and I'm like, look, if he's better, he's better. But no, I don't believe in knocking it out. I mean uh, it's just I mean it's just the same, but yeah. in reality does it doesn't really, really happen a lot. Well, because I'm thinking about you and Rami, right? So Rami was Mr. Olympia and you trade you kinda traded shots. Yeah. I don't think your conditioning was that different. So I wonder if they just gave it to him because they were already Mr. Olympia. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I think that that saying would apply. But seeing as you're a former Mr. Olympia, it doesn't because you're on even. Yeah. And maybe if he's a rookie or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a former Mr. Olympia, it was an equal, but even keel. He's fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I'm just, you know, thinking out loud. Yeah. What do you think, Robbie and Brandon? As someone who was there. I lost his Olympia? Yeah. And don't say Brandon because Brandon's sitting here. I'm trying to look at him. So. <laughs> <laughs> on the Friday night, apparently, considering that I saw the 19 looking person too, yeah. so I compared to the best I've seen. Oh, God. You weren't that. Uh, but then I was there in 2020 and saw Rami and he wasn't that either. Yeah. So yeah. they were both less than their best. Yeah. But, um, I thought Rami on Friday night was better. I think Brandon was better on the Saturday, and I think Hadi was better than everyone on the Saturday. What do you think about Hadi? Uh, he, he was too off. Yeah, he couldn't make up the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you? Okay, so if he'd have turned up Friday looking like he did both nights, you think he would have? Yeah, I would have considered him, a, you know, smaller threat. But, but then we have the shoulder issue. That's yeah. Take so, that out. Yeah. If we can look past that. I mean, I can look past it, but I'm just saying that was yeah. part of I can see that being a big hurdle. It's already looked past it now because it's like, it'll come up. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, at the time, yeah. I was like, I don't. Because, you know, I mean, it's part of the sport. People do. That's, that's you know, it's, at the minute, it's a big bone of contention. So actually, somebody asked me about mining on it. But when you're talking about SEO, I'm just talking about site injection. Okay, well, whatever it is, right? But nobody knows what it is, so I'm assuming. I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt and say, it's site injection. Okay, manipulation of your physique from injection or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really see people, I don't understand why people are mad about it when we're in the a sport where we're saying, hey, take a horse, a veterinarian, formulated drug, 
to make your body look as good as it can. I believe that people are ruining physiques with it, but they're also ruining physiques with using drugs anyway. Okay, but wait a minute. So, so I think I think everything that's on the table, if you can make your physique look a certain way. I think there's a certain amount of acceptable limits to it for me personally. Me and Luke had this conversation a long time ago. I think we both kind of agreed that if it's your biceps or triceps, you know, who cares? And I know that sounds silly to people watching, but like, you can't, you have to build a back. You have to yeah. build legs. You can't fake them. Yeah, and so, and those are the hardest things. But I think if I'm going to play devil's advocate, I would say the reason people are upset is there's a lot of purists out there that are like, yeah, using injectable you know, hormones and stuff, but at least it's still your tissue. But where's the line, right? That's the line. Because that's uh, your tissue. The natural federation will be like, well, out. We're the purists. No, no, I get it. But now you're talking about an entirely new thing. You're like, that's not even your tissue. I just think if we're able to... So then where do we draw a line? Do we say, implants are okay? I can go to the, to the doctor and say... Well, the wellness girls are getting yeah. tough. Yeah, 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 but they're getting marked down because they're getting marked down for it. Oh, you say notes? Well, of course. Else that winning, well, you can't mark they, down people if you don't know. Yeah. And that's my point. Using SEO, if somebody says you've got a real bad missing body part, that where if they didn't use an SEO or site injection, whatever you want to say, you'd be like, well, they've got no real doubts. Yeah. And they're marked down. But then say somebody does use it, you don't know they use it, you don't even notice it on stage. Yeah. You can find out 10 years later they used it. Yeah. But you had no idea. Yeah. And you went, that's even great. Yeah. Is that wrong? No, because you don't know. That's what I mean. So, no, no, but I'm not I'm saying, saying anything's on the table to make your physique look better. Yeah. What if I'm you use it, it looks obvious. Now, see, my thing is this. You're not going to put everybody under an x-ray and be like, oh, this guy used SEO, this guy didn't. So what I'm saying is, if it's noticeable, just like an implant, just like an you know, then... Of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, in terms of, should you be allowed? Like, fuck, you know, you're letting these guys do well, everything else. You're not allowed. But if you didn't make it noticeable, then nobody cares. Okay. So you just need to be good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta be good at it. I mean, yeah. this, so it doesn't look like it's right. Yeah, it's yeah. pro. There's like 400 grand in the table. Really? You gotta, everything's on the table. To make your physique the best you can. Go We're having two different conversations. So, as an athlete, I agree with you 100%. As a, as a, Purest fan, I'm like, if you're gonna do it, cool. But if I find out, I, yeah. I definitely don't. Agree it's not even if I find out, it's if I can notice it. Yeah, I, I don't care if you yeah. tell me, yeah. and I'm like, well, I couldn't tell. Right. Good job. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. See, because my thing is this: if you if it's noticeable, you probably didn't have the body part at all. Yeah. I think that's true, right? So you literally fabricated it out of oil. Yeah. Whereas if it's not noticeable, you probably had everything there already. You've just enhanced it a little bit, which to me is fine. I think either which way, if it makes the physique better, as long as it's not noticeable, it's better. His physique is better. What if it's noticeable? How is No, no, you won't know because the two go hand in hand. If it's yeah. better, you don't notice it. Okay, okay, agree. that's what I'm saying. Okay, agree. If you use, I mean, there's probably plenty of guys that use it, but we don't even. Well, oh shit, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I don't know. Brent, right, this is what happened on the podcast. We didn't. And get an argument, and it lasts like 15 minutes. And then we agree at the end. <laughs> so we do the rumble in the burrow again. We can pull it off. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to get into some topics that came up that I've heard about that I want to know if you can fill me in on any details. So you were part owner of 015 Supplements, correct? Is 015 dissolved now? Is it no longer yours? Are you still. 
looking into making your own supplement company or with another supplement company? What are all? What is the kind of news on all those fronts? Well, Ovavir is officially dissolved. Okay. I had a decision. Uh, I didn't think I would be able to take on the full responsibility of the company myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost distribution of the process. Yeah. So I decided it's best for you to move on. So can I? Sorry, can I interject for a second? Is it a, a matter of you and your partner or partners kind of didn't mesh well together, or like why the separation? Why did why why were you going to have to go on your own? Uh, if you want to answer that, I don't. I don't know all the reasons. It's yeah. not always all been discussed. It's not all clear. Sure. Uh, but I guess what movement up? Yeah. Uh, at a certain point in time, or maybe they put the signal too much inventory. Yeah. Or it could be something totally different. It's just uh, what I was told. Yeah. But you know, as far as the situation is concerned. Popped up at the right time. Moving on. Got some good things ahead. Cool, cool. So what? Where do you go from here now? So all one five is dissolved. Is there another supplement company you're going to, or is there plans to start a, your, a new supplement company of your own, or how does that work? Right now, uh, it's the better option is uh, for me would be the media money. So to sign with the company, yeah, the media money right now. Do you want to sign with Boston? <laughs> okay. Okay. I can't afford it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm already, I'm already pretty much, uh, I got you know, pretty much negotiated. You have a deal working out. Yeah, everything already. So that's just a matter of just, just waiting on, just sign a contract. And get on. So it's already moved on. It's just a matter of, you know, right? Over five was, was really just a long term, uh, yeah. long term thing, and it was, it was, you know, it's a long term thing. It wasn't necessarily making me. Uh, Immediate money. Sure. Yeah, it's a long term play. It's a long term play. Yeah, it was something that, you know, but I knew I couldn't juggle it all along considering I'm still active. There's no way. Even if you you weren't active. I mean, that's that's just tough. Yeah, I have two partners and I'm like, there's no fucking way. Even retired, I can't do it on my own. Right. So, so it it was, you know, it it was, it was, it was nice. It was a good experience. Sure. Uh, I learned a lot, but I can say this I had probably more help in the beginning. Yeah. Towards the end, okay, and you know that's kind of where I feel like, oh, okay, it's kind of more on my own, and I didn't really want that situation, sure, you know, to be so much on my own, so much of a responsibility because you know everyone's going to be right. when it comes to running stuff. I don't think people really understand how hard. I mean, Brett, you dealt with had these conversations with numerous supplement company owners. I'm sure I don't think people really understand how much goes into it and how hard it is, right. yeah. and if every partner on the team is not pulling their weight. There's no way. Well, just well, how well, much competition. What we were capitalizing. We we were pre-COVID on well, we, during COVID on the idea, uh, I guess. But what we were capitalizing on was the you know, kind of like my international presence, international sure. relationships. Yeah. But what I noticed, uh, just just uh, traveling a little bit here and there, is the the, the traditional ship overseas market yeah. distribution. Kind of was really hit by the prices. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I think like you just start like expanding. I think like you launched your company in March of. It was a week before everybody shut down. Yeah, I think it's tremendous. There's another company I know that launched the same time. Like the fact you're here today, like hats off to you because yeah. like it's the worst time to have a supplement company. Supply chains are difficult, so like you have the cards stacked against you anyway. Can you? Can I? Sorry, Brent. Can I just? There's probably people listening that don't know. 
they probably hear that terminology all the time and they don't know what it means. Can you give me an example of supply chain yeah. issues and what it would do to a supplement uh, ingredient or product? Yeah, like never before. I mean, you always have like an ingredient or two that issues, right? You kind of work around them, you can figure it out. COVID caused so many things, and it wasn't just one lever, right? Sure. All the ingredients, obviously, um, they had production issues because labor shortages, people weren't going to work, right? Uh, some of them are in the Far East and China, some are here. So their lead times capacities went down, so that's one thing. So just the lead times for just making ingredients, for example. Exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. That was the one that was affected big time. Yeah. So that happens. At the same time, then, well, you have labor shortages, right? So uh, raw material coming from China to the U.S. used to take us five, six weeks. Yeah. We'd order it, it'd be here in six weeks. Sure. Go into 16 to 20 weeks. Wow. So how do you plan for that, right? Yeah. Then, okay, so they got the ingredients, then you got the logistics. The logistics not only took longer, it went 6x in price, yeah. which is unheard of. Yeah. Like, unheard of. Three when you say logistics, you're talking about freight to bring the creatine from so, China to the U.S. A 40-foot container, previous yeah. COVID, yeah. 2800 bucks to get to L.A., right? Sure. 20 grand Yeah. by the end of it, which is like, you never would think, maybe doubling is one thing, but like 5, 6x, right? Sure. So you got that. Then you come to the plant level. We experienced this, right? Trying to manage people with COVID. They all had their stay-at-home checks. So stay-at-home checks. You also have tons of people every week that you're in and out of isolation. It's from the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. So then our lead times, our capacity is down to 60%, not to 100%. So you combine all of that. So if, like, you know, you're going to launch something and you have a hit in the beginning, you don't know because, like, it's a new brand. You go to reorder, It's your manufacturer tells you it's 20 weeks. You've lost complete, you know, uh, traction, right? So you guys face that. You face that. So there's two so things. We actually, we actually – Major product was a pre-workout. Sure. So we had we found out we had a company issue because warehouse that we were stored everything wasn't necessarily air conditioned. Sure. Hey, you know how you answer that though, right? What's that? You know how you answer? No club, no pump. <laughs> no, I mean, that's true. We but our no pumps too. Well, it was exercise. <laughs> so so basically, we took a the product took a hit. We took it had to take a long right. time for sort of that problem out. And because of all the issues, one of our main products was really, really slow. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I noticed that was that was an issue for sales. But as far as the company, we were in the green. I think in, a, in eleven months. Sure. But I guess sometime after that, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we wasn't moving as much as yeah. we should have been. But well, I mean, like Brent said, so what happens is you you forecast for a certain amount of products, right. and then you burn through them, sell them all out. But now the lead time has gone from three months to eight months. Yeah. And you're out of product for four or five months, and people go somewhere else to buy yeah, product. Yeah, and then even right. if you even if you did forecast for it, now you're also buying as, as a new company. You're not buying three months worth of inventory. You're buying eight months worth of inventory. So you're spending a ton more money cash flow wise. All of a sudden, to get the same amount of products, or not the same amount of products, but the, to keep your inventory. Well, alive. also on top of that, yeah. Uh, say two pop products because it's easy to like. Yeah. They're all like for light versus the yeah. yeah. Our cost to a brand may be back in the day 12, 13, 14 bucks, somewhere in there, right? It's 23, 24 now. Yeah. Like yeah. you just double the price of it. So, all those other issues, then you're trying to train the consumer, they're going to have to pay. Consider it's just, I mean, it's an extremely tough environment. What I found out, what I found out, just traveling and talking to people that wanted to consider, you know, distribute the brand, especially overseas internationally, what they kept telling me was they, they wanted permission to actually manufacture. That's in India. That's how they wanted right. permission to manufacture. Domestically. Uh, yeah. And in uh, Mexico also, they wanted permission to manufacture. 
That's, sure. And these are people that already own like pharmaceutical companies and whatnot. Sure. But you know, they want the rights to do that. And, and that seems where the market is going on the international scene. It's they like, have to because like the taxes and duties are getting higher. But the same thing, reverse logistics means you're distributing it now it takes too long. So they want the product made there because they don't want to wait for you to ship it for twenty weeks either, right? Or before they get I don't know if we do that. What's that? Well, I mean, we we invested a lot of time and effort finding a manufacturer that we trust. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I could just be like, yeah, sure, you can manufacture my stuff. It's super hard anywhere else. Yeah. And I, yeah, go ahead, do it. Like that would mm-hmm. I think I'd be a little panicked about it. Yeah, it's so I mean, I have to do a lot of homework. I mean, if that's yeah. the way the industry is going, that's fine. But that seems a little scary. I think I think we're, we're, we're getting. getting right. Yeah. We're getting to a better point is like logistics are getting a little better now. Yeah. So I think why it forced and why they want to is like well, there's just a really the time thing and a cost. A container went from three grand to twenty grand, right? Yeah. Containers yeah. are considerably back down. Sure. Lead times are cutting. So I think if you fast forward in a year and you're ready to go international, maybe it won't be what it was in two thousand three, yeah. but you'll be able to, to get it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got the small little plant in the UK for you. <laughs> We're gonna need the big plants too. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, it's a top, I mean, it's just a top environment, right? And then, like, you know, talking to Brandon, it's like, I mean, right things happen, you know, in right time, right place. It's, it seems like, yeah, a great it's, spot. it's not, it's not, it's not bad situation. It's, you know, something that you know you don't want to happen, but, but sometimes you know, things went out in favor. Even how bummed out were you to have to dissolve? Like, it's kind of your baby, right? Yeah, I mean, I had an, I, took, I took some time to think about it and not really feel it. Yeah. And I think that helped. How? What do you mean you didn't feel it? Like, if somebody took hostile away from me tomorrow, I would be like... Yeah, because the initial thing is you want to, you, you think about your feelings, right? Yeah. So I didn't let myself focus on any of that. I totally just was patient with the process. Just like, okay, I want to think this through. I don't want to be frustrated about it. I don't want to express any emotions, but I want to think it through. And then, of course, my wife is being productive. She's hurting me. She's going... So I'm just like, okay, I just need time to just kind of make sure this what this is is not, you know, it's like, oh, you know, so I, I was patient, and then next thing I know, I'm getting good good news, better news, better news, and I'm just like, okay, I didn't waste my time. Yeah. And I hold that. It's one You know, all this stuff like this. You're so combo, everything. Dude, it's, it actually makes me mad. It doesn't make you angry. <laughs> I'm, like flying off the I'm waiting for something that's disturbing. It's like it's not possible. I do. I have not. I have not seen it. How the fuck does that work? Uh, I, I've been there. Can you teach me that? I've been there. So, please, please teach. You've been aware. I've never seen you upset once in my life. No, but I've been there. Like, okay, let's put it this way. Yeah. Uh, was it 2017? Was it 2017, 2018? When I got eighth in the Olympia, when I thought I was going That that really pissed me off. I was walking away from the place. Then. And I'm thinking, my wife's trying to calm me down. No, 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 it's okay. I said, I gotta get this out. Okay. So I'm, I'm pissed, you know, I'm really pissed. And then, at the end of the day, when I wasted all the time being pissed, being moody around everybody, I was like, I was such an asshole. I wasted my time doing it. That's just like, that's just no point. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no point. It didn't change a thing. Yeah. I was being a baby. My phone would ring a lot. But it feels good. No, it didn't. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. It I think emotions feel good. It's yeah. self soothing. You know? It is self soothing. Yeah. It's, it's self soothing. That's right. It feels good. That's right. I think that's one of your biggest strengths. That's for me. <laughs> That's honestly one of your biggest strengths, dude. It is a like, huge and I'm sure the next level to like this too is like you can get locked in and you don't let emotions and you just you focus and like 
kind of felt No, the timeout, the timeout. When I was competing, nothing could, like if it was prep time, nothing, it doesn't matter. Like if I was angry or sad or I'm eating my meal, I'm going to the gym, nothing is going to get my way. That's not, I don't mean that as much. I just mean like to let, not let it affect you, period. Yeah. Like so many times, like I wasted my time, like like being negative. You know? Yeah. And then it turns out to be a better situation than I thought. Although you think like every person is emotional. Sure. You can't, it's, that's what it is, right? Yeah. You train yourself to be better. I'm an emotional leader, and I've learned in the last like you know six years is like that's my strength, but it's also my weakness. What is that? What is that? Wait, what does that mean? Like I'll I'll react really fast. I want, I want to sort things out today. I've noticed like, that. in a minute, right? Yeah, yeah. So that sometimes is a really good thing. It's a good quality. Sure. But also, you can over. You don't get enough uh, data, right? So I have people like you manage. You have five hundred employees. Someone comes to you, and I react. Well, I haven't gotten the other side of the story. That's right. I send a crazy ass email. I'm like, oh shit, right? <laughs> so now I, I can say I'm not perfect. I'm still emotional, but I actually take the ability to train myself to step back, yeah. gather more data, and even if I'm going to send an email, I sit on emotional emails yeah. for at least. How many day. times have you written an email and not sent it? Uh, lately, a lot. Yeah. My early days, <laughs> they would be sent, and then I'd be backpedaling because I'm like, oh my god. I but but, but for me, it's you, you think it's cool, but it frustrates everyone around here. It frustrates me. <laughs> I'm not even around you. Because they think I don't care. Like, I just want to see Brandon angry once. Uh, they don't think I care. And it's like, it's not that at all. Oh, yeah. you just heard him. He said he was, like, I first time ever heard him about the 17th saying he was pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the most emotional I've ever seen. That yeah, was baby steps. So wait a second. If you don't, if it's not that you don't care, what what is it? It's it's that I'm just know. able to see the positive? No, no, no. It's just that I, I, I like to be patient. Like, you know, I can't anxiety, when they have anxiety, you know, anxiety wants to kick in and take over, right? That's right. And, and it, you know, I don't, I'm not clear when I'm, when I'm anxious. But so... You, you've learned to manage it like you learn because I'll get a phone call. Yeah. So rather than you, something pisses you off, yeah. beforehand you would have just reacted. You're right. You react to me. Yeah. And I buffer that. Yeah. And then by the time you vented, you then can do the thinking. I'm even getting better at calling you. Like, I mean, I think hostile, just owning the company, makes you has made me more patient. Because because well, it forces you. Well, because you can't. You'll fuck yeah. your whole company up. Yeah. Like you, you can literally with one bad email, you can destroy your yeah. company. Yeah. So that is, and also just like you said, the patience of waiting for product. Yeah. But back in the day, it would stop my. Where's our product? Where's it? Well, Friday flew out five years ago. Prior to showing my doorstep, <laughs> punching in the face. When I was a kid, a product, bitch. As a kid, I was like, that. I was very reactive. Like yeah. I was very like, uh, I didn't, I didn't like, I, I punched best friends. And, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. stuff I. I really regret doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because I was very like reactive. Sure. But as I got older, I realized it was less trouble yeah. for me. Yeah. You know? I think John was the first catalyst for that for me. John was the first one to teach me to just wait and then owning hostiles, just talking yeah. to patients in general. Just like in business and emotion in every way. Like well, especially when you can't control things, right? Yeah. Like I mean you can use the kids like that too. What's that? Kids are so bad. They'll piss you off. Yeah, you're like, okay. I can imagine. No, but it's like, I think Brent just hit it on the head. My whole life I've been a control freak. And when you're a bodybuilder, you control your own destiny. You're like, you're your own boss. You do whatever the fuck you want when you want to. And I think Hostile has been like, oh, I'm not in control of any of this shit. This is the market. This is this. You leave. Yeah. You can't control. That's right. right. So, example being is like supply chain. You can't control that. 
you can't control it. That goes off like wild, right? And yeah. It flex faster. Those things are not in your control, right? Yeah. Like, you just you hope for the best. That's, sure. that's the key. Knowing what you can control and what you can't. Because that's how I look to look at the situation. Otherwise, I've been a bread being person. Yeah. And I don't yeah. want to be that person. Yeah. So what I gathered from today fully then is you're not retired. No, of course not. Wait, we so, need to get you on a scale. Are you 205 pounds? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen 205 pounds in. Who said you should? Well, forget it. No, yeah. I don't want to answer. Someone said you should. Hey, but he was right. I did see a clip. He was right. I'm able to, you know, like they said, boy, you come here looking like a regular person in three weeks, you're like a freaking different person. So I am able to transform very fast. Yeah, but that goes for anybody. Look, I've been natural now for fucking five months. Like I've taken like I don't know five shots in the last five months. I'm sure if I started. <laughs> Seriously, it's bad. What would that be called? It'd be called like uh, it's like shitty low, TRT. Low TRT. <laughs> low TRT. Yeah. No, but honestly, if I started eating again six times a day and started get back on gear, my body would come back really quickly. Right. So it's not it's not a transformation the way people think of it. Right. It's not like somebody going from no muscle to all this muscle. It's somebody who had muscle took a break and then they're just rebuilding the like their stores. Like you're not losing tissue. Right. Right? Well, so, there's extremes. You're a hyper-responder. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they, they make jokes about it. The employees are the best. because Who makes jokes about it? The employees that owe too? Well, well, yeah, the employees are my coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke about it. But the employees are the best because they're, they're expats, right? So they're cleaning, they're doing their stuff. They're looking at me, I come, they look at me like they're worried. Okay. <laughs> You've lost me. And, and, and then, like, three weeks, couple weeks later, they're like... <laughs> they've seen it so many times, they've like, scratch your head. Yeah. So it's funny seeing those guys because they don't communicate, they just watch. That doesn't surprise me to somebody who's already built the foundation. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. All right, Nick, anything you want to say before we go? We're going to head off. You look tired and hungry. I'm hungry. It's been about a couple hours. Are we training legs tomorrow? I don't know, man. I don't like to train legs when I travel. Yeah, I know. Let's try. When we get back, those girls can do legs. I want to do the legs. I want to say I train legs with a Mr. Olympia. Yeah, I turned legs a week, so it'll be good. Mine are still sore from my last leg day, so What was that? I can do legs. Uh, was that with him? Thursday. Oh. No. Your knees good? Yeah. Okay. I feel pretty good. I haven't trained legs since we did as much first. Really? How many train ones do you guys know? Yeah, that's true. He's a cyclist now. Yeah, but he, this guy, he's born with You guys best go out now Right? Luke used to say that. I said it's Ben. I said to Luke once, I'm like, is Ben strong? He says, not strong, he says, good form. That <laughs> ankle mobility, mobility makes me so jealous. <laughs> it yeah. does. It's crazy, you know, seeing him in person is almost scary. Like when you see him on doing the squat with seven plates or six plates, I think when I saw you, six. It was six or seven. I'm with you, six. Yeah, six, and he's like, his ankle's like, it's fucking. Doesn't the leg press too? Like, the leg press actually scares me more. So he does the the Cybex one that you guys have yeah. at the uh, Carbon Performance. But he puts his heels off the pads, and it's just the toes. So it's almost like a sissy squat. Yeah. yeah. And he's got like ten plates of side on it. I'm like, I started doing that, but my ankle really is not that good. So my hips, it is way better. I like it. But if your heels, if your heels are coming up, that's Still, 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 the, the, the no, I know, but you're facing the more. Yeah, I, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't for watching please subscribe share with your friends and like the video and if you get a chance check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find hostile and myself and lastly check out hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear thanks again for watching